Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Jungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, gentlemen, you're back on the Gird Up Podcast. I'm really excited that you're here. I'm really happy that you're here. Shout out to the people listening who are outside of the United States. I am really excited about you folks who are in the United States, especially along the eastern seaboard, um, and military bases all over the country. I appreciate it. It's really cool. I'm glad that you are here. I'm glad we have some people from Canada up there in the north. And uh, I, I'm really excited, though, that we've got people in Chile listening. We've got people out in India listening. We've got people all over the world tuning in and listening to this podcast. Lots of people in Europe listening, in Australia, New Zealand. Cool stuff. I'm glad that you guys are tuning in. It's so humbling to hear that uh, and to see that people are listening to this podcast. Um, I truly believe that this is just an opportunity for the Lord to speak. Um, and it's an opportunity for me to grow as a young man, and I appreciate the opportunity that you guys are giving me. So keep tuning in. Um, along with that, you guys got to go find us on social media. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. You can hear all that ins- that uh, information on the outro. Go find us on social media. Stay updated with what's going on. Make sure you know when gear's coming, all that kind of stuff. And again, along with the gear, we got some Gird Up swag. And if you want some Gird Up swag, you want stickers, mugs, T-shirts, that kind of thing, Oh boy, you got to come find us. Um, as of the release of this podcast, I am working on putting together an Etsy store. So go on Etsy and find the Gird Up store and buy some stuff, man. Any profit that I make on that Gird Up uh, store on Etsy is going to go right back into the podcast, making a podcast better quality, um, getting better at the at my craft, getting better at the things that we do, so that we can deliver a better product back to you. I'm not going to go out and buy a fancy new car with the money. I would like to uh, make this podcast self-supporting, uh, and this is the best way for me to do that. So if you want to support the podcast monetarily, go get some swag uh, and show off for all your friends so that they start asking questions, what does good up mean? And you can explain to them what this is, what we're doing, what our mission is, what the idea is behind it. Third, this should not be the only place, the only way that you're growing into a better man. Go find other podcasts. Go listen to the Order of Man podcast, the Art of Manliness podcast. Uh, Jared Samuels has an awesome podcast that I like to listen to in the mornings called The Pursuit of Manliness. Um, You've heard from Mike Yarborough on the Wolf and Iron podcast. There's all kinds of places, all kinds of resources. Go get audio books. Go get, just find resources be continually learning how to be a better man. This last weekend, I went up to New Alman back to talk to Nick and to see MLC play football. And the whole way up there and the whole way back, I was listening to John Eldridge's Wild at Heart. Uh, I also love Stu Weber's uh, Tender Warrior. Anything written by Stephen Mansfield is going to make you a better man. Just go find resources. And most importantly, every single day, get in Scripture, get in the Word, and make sure that you are growing closer to your Heavenly Father. Because when this all ends... You know where you're going to be, standing right next to the Lord, hopefully hearing those words, well done, good and faithful servant. And with that, let's get started. 
I got an opportunity a couple of weeks ago to go to a conference. And it was a teacher conference, but one of the one of the presenters presented a presentation. <laughs> the presenter presented a presentation that was called the Spiritually Militant Teacher. And it was a really done presentation. Um, it wasn't a whole lot of new information for me because I am who I am and I do what I do and I read the things I read. It was a lot of stuff that I talk about all the time that's on my heart and my mind often. But I really enjoyed it. It was really well put together and it really highlighted some important aspects of ministry. Not the least of which was the idea that as the world develops and as technology grows and as new technologies arrive and as culture shifts, we got to make sure that we maintain our ability to stay pure. We got to maintain our ability to put on the armor of God. And that armor of God that we put on now is the same armor of God that Paul put on when he was writing to the Ephesians. It's the same armor of God that David put on when he was fighting against Goliath. It's the same armor of God that Gideon wore when he took his 300 men and and conquered Israel's enemies. It's the same armor of God that the knights wore uh, during during the Crusades. For generation after generation after generation, as long as time has been, there have been men putting on the full armor of God. And that's incredibly powerful. And it's incredibly meaningful. However, we cannot fall asleep on the new temptations that are developing and coming into our lives every single day. The breastplate of righteousness is still the breastplate of righteousness. But it might look a little bit different when you put it on than when King David put it on thousands of years ago. Not just because he was a king, and you and I are not. Not just because he was an incredibly powerful man who conversed with God, and you and I most likely are not. And it's not just because warfare has changed, which it has, but because the temptation has changed. Fundamentally, it's the same. Sex is still sex. Jealousy is still jealousy. Lust is still lust. Greed is still greed. Dishonesty is still dishonesty. Fools are still fools. But as technology develops and updates, you got to make sure that you are also developing and updating your plan to combat the devil's schemes. The devil is like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He's not lazy and apathetic. He is in all those new technologies. He is there. He is ready to take advantage of any opportunity we give him. And my first analogy that I was going to use for this podcast was the idea that the armor is different now. Instead of wearing a breastplate of righteousness, now you wear body armor. And I think that that gives the wrong impression. I think it it leaves us thinking that scripture somehow needs to be updated. And that's exactly the opposite of what is true. Scripture is the one thing that never has to be updated. The gospel is one thing that never needs to be updated. The word of God does not need to be updated because the word of God transcends time and place. The word of God transcends temptations and opportunities. The word of God transcends, transcends all of it. The word of God is one thing, the one thing that is steadfast and will never change. So instead of saying that the armor of God is different, instead of saying that, I want to think about the idea of Krav Maga. Okay? Now, martial arts have been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Okay? Martial arts have been there almost as long as fighting have been there. And there's different martial arts from different parts of the world in different ways to fight against different combatants and all that kind of stuff. And then you have some 
different martial arts that are emerging now as being like the dominant one. So although I know people will argue this, um, there's a couple of martial arts like Mai Tai and Jiu Jitsu that seem to be rising kind of to the to the surface here as as the new wave or the modern uh, way of fighting that that can defeat any other. Right. So if you're training for an MMA fight or you're training for a street fight or a street brawl, you need to be able to grapple. You need to be able to use your hands and your feet and you need to be able to get on the ground and, and understand that fights don't happen the way they happen in gyms. You can train in karate all day long, but karate is not going to help you a whole lot in a street fight. Your opponent is not going to play by your rules if there's no referee keeping you in check. So what fighters are doing, especially in the mixed martial arts world, is they're combining different modes of martial arts, different traditions of martial arts, and combining them into one and using all of them to become as lethal as possible. But there is one martial art that stands above the rest as the one that you must master if you really truly are going to be deadly, and it's Krav Maga. Now, Krav Maga was developed by the Israelis to be a modern martial art. And unlike Jiu-Jitsu and Mai Tai and Taekwondo and all those, the purpose of Krav Maga is not to pit two fighters against each other in non-lethal combat and figure out who's the better fighter or who's the tougher guy. The purpose of Krav Maga is to kill the other guy as fast as possible so you can go home to your family. Right? The purpose of Krav Maga is to, no matter what weapon he has, no matter what weapon you have, to incorporate it into the martial art and kill the other guy as fast as possible because you know that death, life is on the line. This is a life and death struggle. This is war. This is not a cage fight. This is, there is no referee. This is your opportunity to either die or go home. Whichever one of you loses gets buried in the ground. Whichever one of you wins gets to go home to his wife and kids and family at the end of the day. Now, obviously, they don't lose a whole lot of Krav Maga techniques in the cage because it would be lethal. There would be no second match. You can't just kill people on TV all the time, and that's the whole point of non-lethal combat is that it's not lethal. But the thing about Krav Maga that I want to talk about is the idea that it is completely and totally modern, and it keeps evolving. It keeps evolving as new technology comes out. So martial arts, like when you do karate, they're not going to talk about, um, at least not intelligently, going to talk about how you disarm someone with a weapon, how you can stop someone pointing a pistol at you, that kind of stuff. You're not going to cover that in a traditional, true karate class. And most of the time, frankly, people that are teaching techniques like that of how to disarm someone who has a gun against your head or who is aiming a pistol at you or whatever, it's a load of crap. For the most part, it is. But the whole point of Krav Maga is that you are facing a street fight. You are facing a life and death situation. And they're going to pull out modern weapons because they also want to kill you. So you have to be prepared for him to pull a knife. You have to be prepared for him to pull a pistol or to have a rifle or whatever it might be. You use those things that are around you. You use the modern technology to be as lethal as possible. Krav Maga assumes that there will be a battle, that your opponent will be lethal and will use every possible modern technology and every powerful weapon against you, and it prepares you for that moment when you can either win or die. The church militant ought to be the same way. We as men of God ought to be the same way. We need to know that spiritually, 
Our temptations are being upgraded and updated just as fast as our technology is. We might have a podcast on our phone now that we listen to where we get to know the Father better, but right next to that podcast, there's a whole lot of temptation. We might love Instagram because it's a really quick and easy way to get some spiritual encouragement, but all you got to do is click on that search button and boom, there's all the temptation in the world. We might think that the culture that surrounds us every day isn't really impacting our faith and isn't really impacting our lives, but the reality is it has an incredible impact, and we need to combat it intelligently, and we need to understand what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our hearts, and continually fight those battles and continually train for the battles that we are facing. Now, I don't know what your battle is. I know certainly know what my battles are, and frankly, there are some battles that are going on in my heart and my mind that I don't even realize are going on, and other men have to point them out to me. But I can tell you confidently that if you don't meet those temptations head on, if you don't continue to grow and develop spiritually so that you can meet those temptations and tell them no, you're going to fail. You're going to fall. Do not let yourself fall into temptation. Stay with it. Stay growing. Keep getting better. Keep getting stronger. Stay tuned to this podcast. Find other podcasts to listen to. Read your Bible. Read some books. Find ways to combat the temptation that bombard us every day. You know, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I was sitting, it's a, it's a, well, actually, I record these on Friday. My secret's out. I record these on Friday. Anyway, last night was a Thursday night. I'm tired, man. Teachers on Thursday nights are tired. And uh, I was sitting on the couch watching TV, which I really shouldn't even been watching TV anyway, but I was watching TV. I was watching Tim Allen's Home Improvement. It's not like it's an inappropriate show or anything. But I was sitting there scrolling through my phone watching TV and temptation started coming and I just thought to myself you know what if I sit here and veg out on the couch like a potato and look at the tv for the next three hours I'm going to sin I'm going to fall into temptation I'm going to if I don't sit here if I don't get off this couch I'm going to get myself in trouble if I don't go do something active if I don't go find a way to grow I am going to fall apart I'm going to fall apart so what did I do I got up off the couch, put on my sweatpants, hit the gym. It wasn't a great workout, but it was something, and it kept my mind out of the gutter and kept my heart on track and kept the devil at bay, at least for a while. Got to go to bed at night with my head held high, my heart full, and my eyes clear. Guys, find a way to fight against the devil's schemes. Don't let them work in your heart. Don't make excuses. Find a way to combat the devil's schemes. Get after it, fellas. Hope you have a great week. Have a good day. Enjoy the fresh snow if you're in the Midwest. Gird up. Be a man. Prove your manhood. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the content we put out today. If you want to hear more content like this, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. You'll find us. It's a big blue picture with a white cross. It's the Gird Up logo right there. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, you can find me as Bibles, Beards, and Creatine. It's, I know it's a goofy name, but it's a good one. I enjoy it. You can find us on Facebook as the Gird Up Podcast. And if you still email you can send any emails that you want to send to coachungamak at gmail.com. Thank you to all the people that make this podcast possible. Thank you to Pippa, the awesome hosting site that I get to use. Thank you to Seth Pommeyer for our awesome logos and podcast art. Um, and thank you to my roommate for putting up with me, my friends and family for encouraging me. 
Go gird up, guys. Be the man that God created you to be. I hope you have a good one.